You guys, the podcast reached a huge milestone like two days ago. We officially reached 2,000 listens, and I'm so, so grateful for all of you who have been tuning in, sharing the podcast, and it's just like incredible to be on this journey and just incredible how much I've fallen in love with podcasting. So I also want to thank you for your understanding with not having um, any episodes come out last week because unfortunately there was a loss in my family, and so I just wanted to take that time away from publishing an episode. And also, if you did not know about the reason why I didn't post an episode, it's because you are either not on my email list or you are not following the podcast Instagram. So I really encourage you check the show notes or just go straight to Instagram and type in the Daily Climb podcast so that you can stay up to date with any announcements and news that I have for you. But with that, let's just dive right into today's episode. We're talking all things self-awareness and how you can cultivate it in your life. I'm really, really excited because self-awareness is something that is so, so important and something that I really strive to instill in my clients that I work with so that they can be set up for success, right? Because when you are more self-aware, you're able to know... um, I'm getting ahead of myself, but you're able to know the things that you value and you're able to better be equipped for dealing when dealing with different situations that come up. So let me backtrack a little bit here. And I just want to start by sharing the statistic. So there's a doctor named Tasha Yurik, and I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right, but she's a doctor, um, a psychologist who um, did a study on self-awareness. And from the res- one of the results from her study was that 95% of people think that they're self-aware, but only 10 to 15% actually are. And I don't know about you, but that's just like, wow, 95% of people think that they're self-aware, but only 10 to 15% actually are. Like, um, there's a problem there, right? And so that means that on any given day, more than 80% of us are lying to ourselves about who we are and how we feel about ourselves because that's what self-awareness is about, right? And I don't know about you, but that's a really scary thought. I mean, how can we maximize life if we don't truly understand who we are, if we don't truly understand how we fit into the world? Because if we don't understand who we are, we're likely operating on autopilot and we're not living intentionally and maximizing life, right? We're not evaluating why we do the things that we do. And you know, I'll be honest, some people really fear becoming more self-aware, right? We're scared of being real with ourselves. But the truth is, you're going to be able to live a more intentional life and a more fulfilling life as you become more aware of yourself, your values, and all that good stuff. So if you're ready to dive into what self-awareness really is and how you can cultivate it in your life, keep on listening because this is, this is going to be life-changing. You were created for more than just waking up, eating, heading to work, and repeating that same cycle every single day. If you're feeling stuck right now, I want you to keep listening because I'm here to help. My name is Arielle Richard, and I want to welcome you to the Daily Climb podcast, your corner on the internet where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. I'm a life coach and blogger from Long Island, New York, and after volunteering for my local crisis center, I became inspired to help give you the tools, inspiration, and resources to help you climb out of bed in the morning, because we all know just how hard that can be. If you're someone who wants to passionately pursue your calling without sacrificing what matters to you the most, this podcast is for you. Each week on the podcast, we'll dig deep into self-improvement strategies so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. 
So the first and most important question is, what is self-awareness? I mean, how can we really cultivate if we don't even know what it really is? So self-awareness is really one of those things that is really commercialized and it's just a word or a phrase that's thrown around so much that it loses its meaning. So self-awareness, it's the ability to not only see yourself clearly, but to understand who you are and how you fit into the world. It includes how other people see you. And it's the knowledge of your traits, your behaviors, your values, your goals and aspirations and your feelings, all of that and so much more. And actually the doctor that I mentioned, Dr. Yurik, she has a quote that um, I'll quickly just say, it's self-awareness is the underlying foundation to all of the skills that are required to succeed in the 21st century. It affects your emotional intelligence, your influence, your persuasion, sales, and if you're not self-aware, if you do not understand who you are, how others see you, and the role that you play in the world, you're going to come up short. I just think that's so powerful, right? I mean, it really it really shows the importance of self-awareness. And as I mentioned earlier, more than 80% of us are actually not self-aware. But the good news is that self-awareness is a skill that can be learned. And so before we dive into that, I just also want to just share, I mean, I'm sure you already have an idea, but share a little bit more about why it's important and what self-awareness can do for you. So without self-awareness, our lives can get out of control simply because we're not aware of the things that trigger us, right? When we're not aware, like, okay, this type of situation is going to make me, it's going to bring up past trauma, or this type of situation is just going to make me react in a negative way that won't be good for myself or for others, different things like that. On the flip side, with self-awareness, we can know things like conversations that um, we can avoid, like I just mentioned, and we can also be more aware of which opportunities that we should pursue in life, which ones that we should let go. And high self-awareness, it allows us to know why we behave how we do, what we can do to improve our moods when we're feeling down, and so much more. And just quickly, some traits of people who have high self-awareness, they're more effective leaders. They know their strengths and weaknesses. They have stronger relationships. They feel happier. They have more fulfillment. They feel more creative. They're better communicators, better negotiators, and they have a sense of direction. So that's just like touching the surface. That's the tip of the iceberg with all that self-awareness is and what it can do, um, why it's important for you. And so some types, uh, there's two types of self-awareness and they're internal and external. Both are equally important to understand if you really want to cultivate self-awareness in your life. So let's just quickly uncover what they are. And then I promise we're getting into how you can cultivate it in your life. But I just want to emphasize, like, this is the groundwork. This is like, who would I, I wouldn't be a good coach. I wouldn't be a good podcaster. I wouldn't be fulfilling my desire to provide value if I didn't give you all the background and allow you to fully understand the topic before just giving you like the quick tips. I'm not about just giving you like, yes, I want to give you quick tips, but you need to also have that further foundation before the tips so that it can actually create a lasting change and result. So anywho, (laughs) internal self-awareness, let's start with that. So as it sounds, internal self-awareness is how well you know yourself. It's your understanding of your values, your passions, your goals, and so much more. I kind of touched on this before, and this is what people typically think of when they think of self-awareness. But what they forget or what they fail to recognize is external self-awareness, and they're both just as important. External self-awareness, that consists of your understanding of how other people see you. Because think about it, you may feel that you're a very honest person, but maybe other people don't see you as being honest. And it's really good to be aware if there's a disconnect between how you think you are and how you think you portray yourself versus how other people really see you and how they see that you portray yourself, right? 
And I remember there was this one time, um, you know, this might be a bad example, actually, but I remember there was this one time one of my friends, her um, now husband, was telling me, oh, yeah, when I first met you, I thought that you were really like stuck up because you were talking about how you graduated early and blah, blah, blah. Now, I think the reason why I say this is a bad example is because, I mean, that might say something about them as a person as well, because actually, like in all honesty, I never talk about how I graduated early. It's not something that I usually bring up, especially to people that I just meet. So that's a bad example. But let's say that it was a good example. Um, It kind of would show like, hey, like maybe let me see how I talk about myself. Let me see, like, do I sound like I'm bragging all the time. And that could give me some insight, like, hey, maybe I need to change the way that I talk about my education so that it doesn't come off like I'm bragging, right? So me having that knowledge and having that external self-awareness would help me be able to uh, better portray myself how I want to be seen. And so the same doctor, Dr. Yurek, she recommends asking a person that uh, who wants you to succeed in life about their thoughts and their feedback. And that's what's really important. A person who wants you to succeed. You shouldn't ask people for feedback who are people that don't like you, people who want to see you fail, because you're not going to, It's that's setting yourself up for failure in all honesty. You want to ask someone who wants to see you succeed because they're going to be truthful and honest with you about what they see um, in you and through you from how you act. And you should ask them specific questions. Instead of asking them, hey, like, what do you think I'm like? I mean, that's really vague. Like, how do you answer that type of question, right? Instead, you can ask, for example, what do you think about my financial habits? Do you see the difference? You need to be specific with what you're asking people, right? And I really encourage you, like shameless plug here, if you have not taken the, um, I have a free resource on my website. It's the life audit. And I really encourage you, take that life audit and evaluate the different areas of your life. I really challenge you to do that before the new year because this is really gonna help you. And um, doing that life assessment, it will help you see like, hey, if I rate myself as a two in this area, maybe that's something that I want to ask my friends, my family, my coworkers about like those specific areas and specific questions. So that is really gold right there. And another tip that I have for you is after you do that life audit, make a list of how you see yourself. Make a list of, you know, how you see yourself in each of those different areas and the different things like be specific, like what you feel like you can improve on this, that and the other. Then ask your friends, your family, your coworkers, ask them how they see you. And then you can compare what they said to the list that you made earlier. And it's really important that you make your list before asking them so that your list isn't influenced by what they say. So some quick signs that you may be lacking self-awareness. One, you may suppress your emotions. Two, you may lack a sense of identity. And that could look like switching who you are and how you act depending on who you're hanging out with, right? Three, you don't listen to other people's opinions. And it's, this is something that like, this is a whole other podcast episode, but it's really important to listen to other people's opinions because it helps you, not only helps you better understand why you believe what you believe, but also you're not you're not critically thinking if you only surround yourself with people whose narratives or beliefs agree with yours. Number four, you can't explain the reasons behind your actions. Individuals who have higher self-awareness, they're able to explain why they do certain things. And they may recognize that certain habits come from their childhood or that they were angry about something because of a past experience that they had in their life. Those are just some quick examples. And then number five, it's hard for you to make realistic goals. Many times when people create goals, they aren't taking into account the various things that they can or can't commit to. And I remember when I was younger, I would do this so much, especially in college. I... And like, I say that as if college was like 10 years ago. <laughs> but the reason why I say this is, for example, like 
you can't say, hey, I'm going to create this goal of, you know, while I'm in college full time, while I'm working two jobs, I'm also going to start studying for my MCAT exam and continue volunteering. And um, yeah, that was me. That's definitely what I did. And granted, I somehow managed to work it out, but there were some sacrifices I had to make. And the biggest one was sleep. <laughs> sleep was the big sacrifice and time on top of that. So, um, you know, I was definitely wishing that I didn't take on all of those things because I was very, very tired. So that just like, that's just an example of, okay, hey, let me be more self-aware. Let me be more realistic with um, the goals that I'm setting. And that's just a tip also for the goals and the New Year's resolutions you set for yourself since 2021. Ooh, no, since 2022 is around the corner. All right. So the moment you've been waiting for, how can you start cultivating self-awareness in your life? The first and biggest tip that I have for you would be to take personality tests. And I'm not talking about personality tests that you find on those random blogs and those random websites that people just create with like those willy nilly questions. Like, no, I'm not talking about that at all because those are like those. I mean, yeah, they're like fun to take, but they're not necessarily accurate or um, yeah, they're not accurate all the time. So I really encourage you to take the professional tests that are created by, you know, psychologists, researchers, and different uh, professionals in these fields. Personality tests, they ask a variety of questions. And when you answer them truthfully and honestly, they can provide valuable insight into different aspects of yourself and how you operate in the world. It helps you begin to learn more about yourself on a deeper level, which is obviously the point of self-awareness. And the most helpful tests that I've taken and that I've seen and that um, a lot of people talk about are one, the Enneagram. I love this. I think I've even spoken about it on a couple episodes. Number two, the Myers-Briggs personality type indicator. And then number three, the DISC model of human behavior. So they have free and paid options of these, but um, obviously the paid versions are going to offer some type of additional information or resource for you. However, you can still get started with the free version and still learn a lot more about yourself. For example, when I first was interested in the Enneagram, the first time I took it, I took a free version. So like, you know, just learn a little bit. And it was still asking valuable questions. And I still had the same uh, later on, I took the paid version, but I still um, got the same result, which was nice. And through taking um, the free version, you could still figure out what your type is. And you can then like decide to look up and research more about your type, right? So that's a really, really helpful thing that you can do. And for instance, for uh, to share an example about what you can learn from taking these types of tests, I, again, love the Enneagram. And one thing that I learned was that I'm a type one with a wing nine, which basically just means I'm a one with very, uh, I also like rated very strongly in the nine um, wing. So one of my biggest desires is to do the right thing. And one of my biggest fears is being seen as a bad person. And I kid you not, this has shown up time and time again throughout my life. Like I do not like being seen as a bad person. I don't like people being mad at me. Um, I always want to do the right thing. And you can ask my boyfriend. He's constantly telling me like, oh, can you just break a rule for once? <laughs> but this is actually something that, you know, I saw throughout my life. And so when I took this test and when I looked more into being an Enneagram type one, it was like a confirmation. It was like, wow, I saw this in myself. And like throughout through these questions that I was asked, they saw this in me too, you know? And um, also, it helps to, when you take these personality tests, I mean, you can connect with other people who have similar results to, as you. Like, that would be cool, right? And you can connect and see, like, hey, like, do you see this in yourself as an Enneagram type one or, um, you know, different things like that. 
So that is like, I just love taking those personality tests. I mean, yes, it could be a little time consuming depending on the one you take and how many questions there are, but in the long run, it will definitely help you. So the next tip I have for you is instead of asking why, ask yourself what. So Tasha Yurik, again, <laughs> this is like the fourth time I mentioned her, but through her study, when she examined individuals who were self-aware, um, she saw common themes between them. She saw that many of them shared when they were asking themselves why they felt stuck in their current reality and they felt stuck in the negativity that was going on in their lives. But when they started asking themselves what, that helped them move forward. And one of the examples that she gave was a cancer patient who was feeling just incredibly overwhelmed and weighed down by her circumstance. And she kept asking herself, why me? Why me? Why did this have to happen to me? Blah, blah, blah. Like all of this, all of these questions, which I mean, I'm sure we've had many situations in our own lives where we've just been going through something as like, why me? Right? Where we just feel like, why? But she shared that when she asked herself, when she started asking herself, okay, I have this diagnosis instead of like, I just feel so negative constantly asking myself, why me? So she started asking herself, what matters most to me? And she asked that because she wanted to make the most of the rest of her time that she had um, here on earth, right? So when she asked herself, what matters most to me? She not only was able to foster better relationships and experiences with her friends and her family that meant a lot to her, but she was also able to overcome her cancer diagnosis. And obviously I'm not saying that when you start asking yourself a different question that you're going to be able to beat every medical condition you have. That's obviously not what I'm saying. That's unrealistic. However, it just shows the shift in her mindset because even though she had that diagnosis, she was still that shift in the question. Instead of feeling negative and weighed down, she was able to start feeling, wow, like I'm fulfilled. I'm able to have these better relationships that just meant so much to me. And I was able to work on these things. And so that just helped her feel more fulfilled. And so that's a really, really good one that I encourage you to do, um, to switch that question. The next tip that I have for you is to envision the future version of yourself. Now, I had two episodes on creating vision for your life, and then I forgot the other one was called. But um, yeah, I encourage you. I don't have that many episodes, so you can quickly find it if you look. But typically, when we visualize the ideal version of ourselves, it's going to reflect our hopes. It's going to reflect our dreams, our skills, and the aspirations that we have for ourselves. And it can help you lean into your strengths and learn what skills that you want to sharpen so that you can make meaningful progress towards not only the future version of yourself, but also towards your goals and different things like that, right? And so I encourage you, this is basically like my next tip, to journal or voice record yourself talking about your, the future version of yourself. Talk about your hopes, your dreams, your skills. Write about it or voice record. I know some people don't like to journal or write. If not, I really encourage you uh, voice record and just like, I don't know, take out a stuffed animal and talk to it or talk to your dog or whatever. I know people feel like weird about it, but you'll get over it. I promise you. It's like just so freeing. And I know for me, like I personally, I love to write. But I know sometimes when I'm on my way to work, I'll hit voice record and just like the stuff that comes out of my mouth, it just flows and flows and flows. And I'm just like, wow, like I didn't realize it until I said it, until I got it out of my head that this is kind of what I was thinking about this situation. And, you know, it's really transformational. So I really encourage you get a notebook, a journal and write it out or uh, take out the voice recorder and hit record and just start talking. So I really, really hope that you 
got uh, oh wait wait before i start to close the episode i almost forgot to share with you so in addition to the life audit freebie that i have i also have the self-awareness journaling prompts now obviously this is an episode about self-awareness and cultivating in your life and i just mentioned journaling so it's a no-brainer to go grab that other free resource with the self-awareness journaling prompts i have like i think there's 50 prompts in there so i mean take your pick just go through whatever area you're thinking about and just journal out your thoughts because it's really like like i mentioned before it's really transformational so i really hope that you enjoyed these tips and just enjoyed learning more about self-awareness uh, more about it, how you can cultivate in your life. And I really hope that you take one of these tips and implement it in your life before the end of the, before the end of the year. I mean, I know we have like a week left, but you know, it just really like, once you start, the sooner you start, the more, the quicker you can get into the habit of doing it and, um, you know, make that shift. And so it takes like two seconds to, well, not two seconds, but it takes like a couple minutes to pick a question and journal out your thoughts or voice record your thoughts. Um, you could do it like while you're driving, you could do it while you're walking your dog. Um, you know, there's many times that you can find to squeeze it in. And so I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast and please leave a review on Apple. It helps the podcast grow and helps it get into the hands of others who could use these personal growth tips, these mindset tips, productivity tips. And yeah. And before you tune out, if you haven't already, I also am just so excited. I think I mentioned this before, but in the new year, we are going to start having interviews on the podcast. And I'm really excited to hear what you guys think about them. And because it's going to be like, it's going to be different. It's not just going to be me talking. It's going to be me having a conversation and asking questions to um, from people who are experts in these different areas so that you can learn and grow more. And it also provides a different type of way to learn, right? And so I really encourage you, if you have someone that you look up to in the personal growth space, or you know, not even that, but like if there's someone in the health industry that you really look up to, if there's someone in the finance industry that you look up to, and uh, someone that you look up into uh, like for your faith, please like send those recommendations to me and be like, it would be great to interview this person or this person. And I will look at them and see like, hey, maybe this is someone I can ask if they'd like to be a guest on the show. And so I really encourage you, like that would be so, so cool because I'd be able to bring someone that you enjoy and also, um, you know, have that conversation and learning environment. So yeah, that's really what I want to let you know. But also just want to remind you, cultivating self-awareness, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. But it's also something that's going to provide a ton of value in your everyday life moving forward um, as you continue to build on your self-awareness. And, you know, being able to confidently know that you're being true to yourself, it's one of the greatest things that you'll be able to get from cultivating self-awareness in your life. So thank you again for tuning into this episode, and I will see you next time.